Hey everyone, it's Miss Felicia J here and welcome to Love Life in a Beautiful Glass of Red Wine. Thank you all for tuning in. This is the book episode where I read you another chapter of my book, Love Life in a Beautiful Glass of Red Wine. Um, every chapter is about different things, so be mindful of any triggers that you may have before and as you listen, and don't forget to be gentle with yourself. Also remember, if you want to read along, you can do so by clicking the link on my link tree, and remember that I post this week's blog post every Tuesday and it stays there for seven days, then it's gone. So if you're tuning in after that seven day period, that's why you cannot find the corresponding blog post. But it's all right. You can tune in here and hear the podcast episodes whenever you like. So let's get started. But first things first, gotta pour the wine because everything is better with a beautiful glass of red wine. So let's get started, shall we? This week, there'll be two parts of the, two chapters of the book um, in this episode because one of them is really, really short, and so I thought I would give you two instead of one. So, the first one is October 24th. My business cards came today. I designed them, and I'm so excited that they're finally here. It's part of the first step of getting myself out there. I want to start getting myself out into the world and meeting people that can assist in furthering what I want to do with my life. These cards are the first part of that, and so their arrival excites me. Everything happens in steps and stages, and I'm so happy that I've been able to take this step. Now what's next is to follow through and make it to the next step. October 25th. When I was with Wade, my life wasn't easy, and I went into survival mode. I had to ensure that both my children and myself survived from one day to the next. And as a result, my home suffered. Not that it wasn't cleaned, but I had clutter. My landlord feels that I cannot have clutter. And now as I deal with the depression, sadness, and all of the rest that comes along with being in an abusive situation, I also have to deal with them. They threaten to evict me. So in the midst of all of this drama, I have to be afraid that I will not have a roof over my head anymore. I think that it's so unfortunate that when a woman who has been in an abusive situation finally gets out, now has to deal with the system in ways that are simply further persecution. Wade can call CAS anonymously, and I have to deal with that. My landlord can pressure me to do something that emotionally and physically I'm not able to do to my best ability right now, and not in the timeline that they require, and there are no supports in place that can help me to get myself together either. The world believes that once the man is gone, a woman should and can just bounce back. That a woman can just pick up the pieces and the puzzle back into, and make the puzzle back into a perfect picture the next day. And that's simply not true. It takes time, a serious amount of time, to be able to do that. I'm working on myself every day, and I understand now that it takes time to get to a better place but I feel like I'm being persecuted by every aspect of my life. My family says, get over it, he's gone. The world says, get over it, he's gone. Everyone feels that they know how I should feel, that they know when I should be better and healed, and there's zero understanding as to the climate that I live in every day. There's zero understanding of my needs. There's zero zero understanding to the process that I'm going through in order to get to the other side of this storm that I have endured. I'm not just sitting in this situation. I'm doing the work that is required to get myself to a better and healthier me, and in that, to create a better life for myself and my children. But the world continues to persecute me. 
The world refuses to give me the time that I need to be better and do better. This has been truly a long, dark, and hard road for me. And the fact that the world cannot see that isn't fair. Women in this situation get to watch their exes live a life that isn't hard, that seems charmed. He doesn't have to worry about CAS calls. He doesn't have to worry about being afraid to leave the house, being lonely and alone, because he ensured that she has no friends, and so now she has not one for herself. He doesn't have to live with being called a liar, a whore, a homewrecker, or otherwise, because he was such a great guy, no one can fathom that what she's saying could be true. He gets to walk away without the emotional, financial, and situational issues that a woman has to deal with in an abusive situation. And as she is dealing with all of that, a woman, unlike the man, has to deal with the world dumping piles and piles of dung on her as well. Trying to control her healing, trying to control her ability, trying to tell her how and what she should be. It's like she switches from the abusive man and gets thrown into a world of abusive wolves. It's simply not fair. Truly, I wish it was better, because I'm sure that I'm not the only woman trying to handle her abuse while navigating this world and feeling like she's all alone, that the world simply doesn't understand, and worst of all, that the world is content with making it harder. Well, that's this week's episode, everyone. I trust that you enjoyed it. Maybe you learned something you didn't know before, or learned that you weren't the only one. Whatever you got from this week's episode, I trust that it served you. And remember, everyone, that your flame, your fire, will always burn. Lighting someone else's fire will never diminish yours. It will only create a larger fire. Thank you so much for tuning in this week. Have a fantastic week, everyone. And let's make this one count, shall we? Take care, everyone. This is Miss Felicia J. Until next time, be well.